The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Health staff in hospital settings have been asked in a letter from the HSE to seriously consider volunteer working over the bank holiday period. The letter reads in part, we would ask that if you are contacted directly, you would seriously consider volunteering to either change your current working pattern for the two-week period ahead to allow some aspect of weekend working or to work by way of additional arrangements, which would, of course, be remunerated in accordance with the terms of your individual contracts. And it finishes, we appreciate this is a significant request. Now, to talk about that, I'm joined on the line by Communications Officer for the Irish Association for Emergency Medicine, retired consultant in emergency medicine at Sligo University Hospital, Dr. Fergal Hickey. Fergal, good morning. Good morning. What do you make of this request from the HSE for people to volunteer? It seems rather strange. Uh, my, my take on this is that the health services staffed to provide services during office hours. And, and that's the reality of it. So the staffing numbers are such that this is the service that's provided during core hours and an on-call service that's provided out of those hours. Now, if it's the case, then I think it should be in 2023, that the service has been broadened to provide a full 24-7 service, then we need to ensure that there's an adequate number of staff there and not rely on volunteerism. Um, the request, I mean, he says, all I can do is say please. Um, is he trying to guilt trip his staff? He may be. I think he's also trying to diverge from what the biggest problem in the health service is at the moment. The single biggest problem in the health service in Ireland is acute bed capacity. We have 2.8 acute hospital beds per thousand of the population. The EU average is 3.97 and the OECD average is 4.3. And that is really what they need to fix more than anything else. Having any number of additional senior decision makers will not solve the bed capacity problem. It'll make care for individuals potentially better. But if they have no bed to go to once a decision is made that they require hospital admission, then the gridlock will continue. And he has chosen since he's taken over the role as CEO to studiously ignore that fact. Now, he's only in the role a, a couple of months, so who knows what his long-term uh, agenda might be. But he did refer to the dreadful situation in hospitals over the last bank holiday weekend. Uh, do you have any information on how dreadful that was? Well, it's dreadful every bank holiday weekend, and it's dreadful over the Christmas and New Year periods, because essentially emergency departments are fully staffed, and the rest of the hospital is staffed by a skeleton staff by comparison. So it is really difficult to move people on during this period. It's impossible to get people out of hospital who are fit for discharge. And it's very difficult to get people into hospital beds in a timely fashion because the system is short-staffed. So that is a reality. It's been a reality for every bank holiday that I've ever worked and will continue to be a reality unless they address the fundamental problem, which is A, bed capacity, and B, is a, is, is a proper move to seven-day working, which is only going to happen when they have the appropriate number of staff. Otherwise, you risk spreading the staff that are there thinner and thinner, and many of them have reached breaking points. And as you're probably well aware, lots of people are leaving the healthcare system. Younger people are leaving to emigrate to the Middle East or Australia, and those close to retirement have chosen to retire because of the incessant pressure. 
Now, to negotiate a seven-day roster um, with uh, the additional staffing that that would require is not going to be something that can be done in a week or a month and knowing the way these negotiations go even a year or two. Sure, but I think there's an, I think there's a recognition in those that work in the healthcare system that we need to be providing care on a 24-7, 365 basis. It's, it's a question of making sure that there are adequate numbers of staff to do it and that people have appropriate time off. You can't expect, you can't essentially flog staff harder to work over an extend, more extended period of time without some form of recompense, either in terms of time off or additional pay or whatever. And I think the risk is that expecting the health service to work by volunteerism uh, misses the point completely. Now, what they have promised, if you do volunteer for uh, extra shifts or to adjust um, your designated shift over the the weekend and indeed the time surrounding the weekend, uh, it's either an overtime payment or time in lieu. That time in lieu gives you the rest day, perhaps, maybe not when you'd like it with your kids and so on, on a bank holiday. Um, Overtime means you're working all the harder. Sure, but but also remember that if you denude staff from the working week to facilitate staff working over the weekend, there's a deficit, therefore, going to occur. And I think we need to get to a point where we have enough staff to be able to staff the healthcare system in the way that it should be staffed in 2023, which is, you know, 24-7, 365. When you were working in emergency medicine, uh, what kind of deficits did you encounter over the weekend? I mean, the kind of tests or scans or x-rays that you needed that simply weren't happening in a timely fashion? Well, we were lucky in Sligo that we had access to many of those services uh, over the weekend and out of ours. But it was on a case-by-case basis. And what we knew is that there were fewer radiography staff, fewer laboratory staff working out of ours. So therefore, the turnaround times were going to be longer. It was, you know, it, you had to think about whether or not somebody really needed the scan. Uh, r- routine x-rays took place, but there was often some delay in that compared with the normal working week. So we were potentially lucky where, where I worked that uh, we, we did manage to have uh, enough of a service to function, but it is nowhere near the service that we would have had during the normal working week. And Addressing that simply requires more staff. Uh, you know, you had one radiographer on at a, out of hours where you would have had a number of radiographers doing the same job on in hours. They might argue, uh, the management that is, that uh, the demand would not be as high. I mean, all you're getting admitted uh, out of hours are emergency patients, uh, fewer in number, I suppose, than the electives that would be arriving routinely. Uh, so you don't really need full staffing. Do, do you go along with that argument if that's the argument they would make? I'm not sure that's the argument they would make, and I'm not sure if the evidence would support that. Certainly when I started uh, when I took up my consultant post in the mid-1990s, we would have had very few attendances after midnight. That has changed now. And now healthcare is at 24-7, 365. Not because people are simply turning up at a time to suit them, but that society has changed and um, the, the days of people waiting until the next morning with their heart attack or their stroke are gone in favor of turning up when the symptoms present themselves, which is the way it should be. So that means that we're actually seeing far more people out of ours than we ever saw before. 
So the argument that you know they're only occasional attendances after midnight, that simply doesn't hold water any longer. And I'd be very surprised if anybody within health service management would offer that. Uh, that particular excuse. Now, if you were uh, running healthcare as a, a business, and of course some of the hospitals are doing precisely that, the private hospitals, um, you would want to use your machinery, you know, your expensive machines, your labs and so on, uh, as much as possible. You know, be a Ryanair, keep the aircraft in the air uh, as many of the 24 hours in the, the day as possible, and you maximise your throughput. Sure, uh, but that requires the staffing to do it. And I think whereas the, the private hospitals have optimised their staffing and also they have a relatively small emergency workload. Most of their work is elective. Therefore, it's, it's mostly planned activity. But they have optimised their staffing to cover the days, to cover the, the extent of the hours that they need it for. Whereas the Irish healthcare system, the public healthcare system, has, has traditionally worked on office hours basis with on-call beyond that. Uh, and the question in the private sector, they don't uh, necessarily work 24 hours a day with those expensive scanning machines, but you might be called uh, for your elective scan at 10 o'clock at night if you're available. And that's fine. And, and an elective activity uh, can be scheduled, whereas uh, emergency unscheduled activity by definition can't be mm. scheduled. So it's a very different system. It's, it's also the reality that people can present for their scan, can walk in, have their scan and leave again in the private system because they're elective attendances, whereas many of those that are being scanned out of hours are, require a trolley, they require portering, they require nurses to accompany them because they're essentially sick patients. So it is quite different uh, and it needs to be staffed. If we, if we are going to move down the road of 24-7-365, it needs to be staffed accordingly. But it needs to be staffed by all of the staff that are there to make the system work. And that's not just medical staff and nursing staff. That's portering staff. That's the uh, allied health professionals, radiographers, laboratory staff, and so on. One of the challenges, therefore, uh, in the HSE would be moving from what we have now, as you say, an office hours service by and large, to a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week service, is that the terms and conditions under which people joined might be, going forward, very different. Would that scare people out of the health system, uh, prevent people from joining the health system? Because the old nine-to-five existence, very attractive. You have your weekends, you have your bank holidays, and now suddenly you're being asked to do it all the time or be available at least to do it maybe Christmas Day, maybe Easter, whatever. Well, those that work in emergency departments have worked many a Christmas Day, uh, and and many staff have worked it on an on-call basis, and some are rostered for those days. So it's not that the entire service is provided on a a nine-to-five basis. But the service is structured that way and changing that structure, it's much easier for incoming staff. Obviously, there'll be be staff that have contracts that, uh, you know, set down their hours in a very different way than the direction of travel. But that needs to be negotiated. I mean, if the health service wants to do this, and I think it's appropriate that it does it, and I think those going into healthcare accept that it's appropriate, that it should be done. It just needs to be negotiated and get on with it rather than expect it to be done by volunteerism. And also, we need to address the fundamental problem, which, is, as I said, Pat, is bed capacity. And as long as we ignore the elephant in the room, we will find it difficult to recruit. 
and we will find it difficult to retain them because, you know, the reality is they get burnt out working in the system where you simply don't have capacity to admit somebody to a hospital bed in a timely fashion. That is intensely frustrating for staff. It is dangerous for staff, but it's particularly dangerous for patients. Mm. And the last question, Fergal, really is, what do you expect the response will be to that request to volunteer for holiday working? I'm not sure. I think I think staff in turn are burnt out. I think you're asking them to stretch themselves further. Some may well volunteer. Uh, some departments which may be better staffed than others may be in a position to restructure how they staff that particular weekend. But I don't think there's going to be a stampede of people because most people in the healthcare system at the moment are at the pin of their collar trying to provide the service they currently provide. Fergal Hickey, retired consultant in emergency medicine at Sligo University Hospital, communications officer for the Irish Association for Emergency Medicine. Thank you very much for joining us. You're welcome, Pat. Good morning. Some of the comments coming in. Private hospitals can employ enough staff to run diagnostic scanners seven days a week. Why can't the HSE get the staff? Uh, Disgraceful, HSE wants staff to volunteer to work a bank holiday. They can't even get consultants to work a full normal week. Uh, Why would HSE staff change from a three-day week roster to a five or a seven? Uh, Another one, unless I'm missing something, volunteering to work at weekends or other times is called overtime. Isn't that how some people used to and still do? save for deposits and other expenditures. We're listening to our conversation with Fergal Killarney GP and Medical Director of South Dock Medical, Dr Gary Stack. Gary, good morning. Morning, Pat, and morning to listeners. So what do you make of the HSE's uh, invitation to volunteer? I suppose the invitation was made to hospital staff and particularly everything to allied medical staff in the hospital. From a GP point of view, it, it makes very little difference. We have in South Dock, we're in operation over the last 20 years. Uh, we're well used to trying to cope with weekends, with bank holiday weekends particularly. Our, um, we would deal with maybe 3,500 patients over a bank holiday weekend. Um, we okay, so, so you are bracing yourselves for the bank holiday? Yes, but this uh, similar bank holiday to all, all the other bank holidays, really. Um, most of the work vast majority of those patients are seen by our own local GPs working in different cells throughout Cork and Kerry. Uh, the demand increases year on year. We're 9% up on um, the 2019 figures, which was the, the most comparable year, I suppose. And the um, the additional, the promise that, that uh, the minister is making of 500,000 500, extra doctor visit cards is going to add another 27% to that. So uh, how that's going to work out uh, remains to be seen. Now, uh, um, one of the things they want is that all the ancillary services, the support services to the emergency departments, um, would all be working, providing a service over the holiday weekend. And going forward, the ambition is to have a proper seven-day-a-week service uh, operating in the HSE. Uh, I mean, it's a laudable ambition. It's what we want. You can't choose when you get sick. What do you think those allied professionals will do? I think that the, the issue is, I suppose, for the last between COVID and the vaccination scheme and the uh, additional demands on the services since we've all been asked to put on the jersey. The jersey is getting a bit threadborne at this stage. So I, it's extra staff is what is needed at this stage, both within general practice and within hospitals. Uh, I don't think you can expect the, the staff that are there at present to be doing overtime. They're already burnt out from the last three years of, of excess demand. Um, 
But but generally, if they did manage to recruit more staff in the various professions, uh, be they uh, radiographers or occupational therapists, physios and so on, um, those who apply for the new jobs whenever they're advertised would know what they were coming into. But the existing people who are used to having their weekends off, how do you think they'll react to being told, by the way, from here on in, you'll only work five days a week, but it could be a Saturday and a Sunday. I think there's, if there's extra staff employed, people will relax a bit, I think would be more available. To, if people are burnt out during the week, they're less likely to be in a position to provide extra hours, either after hours or, or at weekend hours. The initial problem is trying to get extra staff. We have an issue at the moment with, with visa applications and the Department of Justice, an impasse between them and, and medical council registration. Uh, that, is, that is really screwing with our preparations for throughout the summer, really. Yeah, uh, I, I saw that they're employing doctors from South Africa uh, in a pilot scheme uh, and the idea they'd be mentored by GPs until uh, they're ready to get the full certification. Um, is, is there a problem in your area with that? There is. I suppose I don't know how many South Africans are interested in that um, program, but it is a laudable program if, if, if we can get enough people for it. Uh, but we've employed South Africans since since the co-op started, South African GPs. There, there aren't too many countries in the world that have a similar GP set up to Ireland. But GPs from South Africa particularly we find are very well trained uh, and quite hard workers. But uh, there, there's an impasse at the moment in, in getting visas and getting approval with the Medical Council. Uh, and that has put about a three-month delay on, on preparations that we, we, mm-hmm. for, for South African doctors coming in. Yeah, it's kind of dispiriting when you hear uh, all of this. So uh, the long-term uh, view of the new head of the HSE is to have this seven-day working for everybody. As I say, you don't choose when you get sick, but th- that's uh, maybe a-, a long way off. It'll take years to negotiate, I, I would think. What about um, the HSE? Uh, something about if you don't treat someone during regulation hours, you don't get paid. What is that about? I'm unaware of that, Pat. We have a system, basically, that, that uh, all patients, uh, non-urgent patients, are seen out of hours within six hours of, of their call uh, and stepping up further for, for urgent calls or emergency calls. So uh, I don't see how that would fit in from a GP point of view. All right. Dr. Gary Stack, uh, who is a Killarney GP, Medical Director of South Dock Medical. Uh, thank you very much uh, for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.